Good evening. I'd like to welcome everybody to the service this evening. If you please grab your hymnal, turn to page 224. Page 224. We'll sing all three verses. Day by day and with each passing moment, strength I find to meet my trials here. Trusting in Father's wise bestowment, I've no cause for worry or for fear. He whose heart is kind beyond all measure, gives unto each day what he deems best. Lovingly, it's part of plain and Amen. I'm looking forward to the promised land. Amen. And uh, the promised land, uh, of course, is a victorious Christian life, if you understand your Old Testament properly. Uh, but I'm looking forward to heaven. That is going to be the resting Amen. land. Amen. Going to enjoy the presence of the Savior for eternity. And uh, can you imagine just hearing him speak? Uh, I get excited about that, I think. When you just think about hearing the Lord Jesus, just call your name. That'll be a blessing, Lord. Amen? Well, praise God. I'm glad you're here tonight. I'm glad to be home, and thank God. No place like home, and no place like your home church. And I do have to say this. I am very grateful for the privilege of going up to Sugar Camp, where Brother Verdi Moore started church many years ago. Church still going. Church still doing well. Uh, the Lord's still blessing. And, uh, boy, I tell you what, they got a pile of young people up there, just young kids running in and out of there. Amen. It just excited me just to be there, and we thank God for it. Amen. Well, let's go to the Lord in prayer tonight. And Brother Frankie Campbell, lead us in prayer, please.
Amen. You may be seated. As you're being seated, grab your hymnal there again. Turn to page 275. Page 275, I Must Tell Jesus. We'll sing a first, second, and last verse. I must tell Jesus all of my trials. I cannot bear these burdens alone. In my distress, He kindly will help me. He ever loves and cares for His own. I must tell Just sitting up here thinking, listen, I'm no match for the devil, and neither are you. But the devil's no match for Jesus, amen? And uh, I like that, that verse, when evil allures me, how my heart is tempted to sin. I must tell Jesus, and he will help me, over the world, the victory to win, amen? Praise God for it. If I can have a few ushers come, and we'll receive the offering for our uh, Wednesday evening offering. Of course, this goes to our youth. And everything that comes in, unless it's otherwise designated. So I appreciate you giving toward that. And uh, we'll go to the Lord in prayer. 
And how about uh, Brother Jim leading us, would you please? Amen. sing our chorus once through. It's page 277. I love you, Lord, or it's on the back of your bulletin. Then we'll shake hands and greet one another.
my key and what you hear may it be a sweet sweet sound in your ear thank you you may be seated all right um just a reminder there's a few of these books left i think maybe five um i believe counting this one i think there's four out there one here and so um, if you want to get one of those, I think there's a basket out there. You drop the $5 in there. That would be great. And uh, use those uh, to catch up. Coming up on a new month here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, but you can get started right now. Amen. And so don't forget, um, I guess the next pressing thing on the bulletin is the wedding. It's not in the bulletin. but So we'll have that on Saturday. Uh, it'll be 11 o'clock here at the church. And so um, if we can have a few fellas help us with the pulpit tonight. And we're going to take these cursor rails down, things like that. Uh, do a little moving around, that'd be helpful. And um, we've got to get set up downstairs too for Sunday. So we'll probably just concentrate up here first. <laughs> we've got a lot set up downstairs, all we got to do is tear on the wall. So we should be okay with that. But, um, but look at your bulletin. Don't forget, um, on this Sunday, um, we're having Brother Bob Lee. And so he'll be with us in the 10 o'clock hour and the 11 o'clock hour. Uh, we'll have combined Sunday school up here. Brother Bob Lee speaking in the 10 o'clock service up here and then the 11 o'clock service as well. And um, this is our first fundraiser for our mission trip to Honduras this summer. And so um, we're just asking for donations. And so what we'll do is we'll have uh, some kind of five-gallon bucket or something, real classy, a bucket for you to put some money in. Or if you want to write a check or if you want to do it online, either way you want to do it, just if you you do that towards mission trip, just put it towards um, on the little memo line or on your envelope there, mission trip. Uh, that way the ushers can designate it so you can drop in the offering plate on Sunday. We'll try to remind you of all that. Or else we'll have a bucket down there where you can give online however you want to do. Just make sure you designate a mission trip. And that will tell us that it goes toward that. But we've got several different soups. I think we've got a clam chowder, uh, a chili, uh, a, uh, a um, chicken noodle soup, a taco soup, right, uh, so far. And then we're going to have brownies and ice cream. We've got these um, cheese, grilled cheese things It's going to be different than the grilled cheese sandwich. It's going to be like a grilled cheese slider. So we've got some good stuff. And uh, surely enough to get full on for lunch and good time of fellowship. And so uh, please remember that. And, uh, and so then we'll have no evening service, so please keep that in mind. And then uh, this uh, progressive supper, that'll be on the 16th. And there's a sign-up sheet down here for that, so please sign up for that. And don't forget, there's still a few missionary cards down here, the three that we took on. We had, took on four. We, somebody's already adopted one, so there's three down there left. The Praetors um, to Paraguay, the CPEX to Guyana, and then the Blackburns to Bolivia. And so um, if somebody could adopt those, that'd be great. Just sign the card of uh, who's, who you're taking there or your name so I'll know who's um, adopted them. That'd be very helpful. And then be praying for our rally in the valley. It's right around the corner, but the Fox will be with us for that Saturday. We'll be here for the fr- rally on Friday, the choir conference on Saturday, uh, like we have done in the past. And then he'll be staying for our morning and evening service on Sunday. And so be praying for that meeting. He's actually going to be, there's going to be a meeting tomorrow night at Bethel Baptist Church in, um, in Charlottesville. Uh, Brother Dave's church there, we've been there to the men's meeting. I think some ladies have been over for a ladies' meeting. Uh, I believe that's at 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Brother Tom Alvis will be there. Uh, Brother Byron will be there. And so if somebody want to go over, um, I told, uh, told we wouldn't be able to come. We just got some other pressing things going on. So. Um, but it'll be a good meeting, I'm sure. And then uh, so be praying about that meeting and, and be praying for Brother Byron being with us. And then uh, our Easter egg fundraiser begins at the end of the month, and you see this information in, uh, coming up in September, our missions conference, our scripture assembly, uh, our, uh, our rally with Brother Reno, all those things. Happy birthday this week to Brother Nikki, uh, Nikki Dean, and then happy anniversary to Jim and Angie this week. Congratulations to you guys, all right? All right, if you'll stand with us one more time, take songbook.
and um, Brother Kenny will come and lead us another song. As you're standing, turn to page 394. Page 394, we'll sing the first, second, and last verse. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest frame, but only lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. When darkness fails his lovely face, I rest on So um, we have a new prayer bulletin tonight uh, for February, and so um, appreciate Rebecca helping us with those and doing a great job on it. So if you'll lift your hand, if you didn't get a copy, we'd like to put one in your hand, if you would please, and we'll be able to bring some things to your attention in just a moment. Um, and I'll give you a couple of things to write down right off the bat that we don't have on there. And so if you'll write these down, that'll be helpful. We'll be praying for these folks. If you'll be praying for... Uh, Christy Stokes. Christy is the young lady that came with uh, Randy on Sunday and got saved. And she texted me tonight and said that they won't be able to make it to church because her uncle passed away. But she'd see us on Sunday. So if you would be praying for her family um, in the passing of an uncle, Christy Stokes. And then I have a card here um, from Miss Williamson, Terry Williamson, to pray for uh, AA. That's abbreviation for his first name, last name. Just say AA. He's a 14 year old man, young man and just got some things going on. And so if you could please pray for him, and the Lord knows all about that. So if you'd be praying for him, that'd be great. And then um, we'll go over a few things here in the bulletin. So, of course, we're going to be praying for our church and our services. We praise God for a good, great couples retreat. And uh, I think I can speak for everyone that went, how God uh, spoke to our hearts and, and worked in our hearts. And I've talked to a couple people, said this is one of the best ones I've ever attended. And uh, I know my wife and I were talking about that and how, much it, how good it was this year. It's good every year, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, I don't know, maybe we need it more this year, amen? And uh, it was good, it was helpful, helpful information, and great spirit, and uh, great to be around God's people. And uh, I think some of my favorite times is Friday night in the cabin, <laughs> just fellowshipping, and uh, I eat way too much food on Friday, I'm going to tell you right now. <clears throat> and so the whole retreat, basically, but, um, but it was a good time. And I hope you'll make plans to go next year if you weren't able to go, maybe you hadn't been able to go yet. Uh, it's going to be a help to your home, help to your marriage, help to your family. And uh, when all those things get helped, it helps our church. Uh, because when the, the, the home is strengthened, the family is strengthened, the church is strengthened. 
And so, as a blessing, I hope you'll be praying for us. Be praying for these ministries of our church and um, uh, all of our folks that are involved in teaching and different ministries there and our safety team and uh, the nursing home ministry, children's ministry, all those, all those ministries we have, the choir. And uh, be praying for all those things because you see our adult Sunday school teachers and workers. Be praying for them, these uh, list of churches. And then um, pastor list here of different um, pastors and wives that we're praying for. And then you see our uh, prayer list for our continents uh, every day there, praying for our missionaries. And if you'll open it up, or maybe yours is already opened up. Uh, mine's a little different. But you see these folks in bereavement. Continue to pray for Miss Donna and her family, uh, Stacy's aunt and her family, uh, John and Christy Smith. This is Christy Smith's family. And then um, I believe it's Clariana Lentini. I think that's how you say that. This is a, um, a family a family that Kaylee knew, and so uh, she passed away. She was on the prayer, prayer bulletin to be praying for that family. And then several folks that need to be saved, um, a, a list there of we're praying, uh, folks we're praying for, that God would uh, soften their heart to the gospel, and uh, they'd come to a saving knowledge of Christ. There's a special prayer request here. Of course, um, be praying for pastor and his family. We covered your prayers for me and my family. And then we've listed this Bridge of Hope. That'll be this September. Uh, matter of fact, they're having a big meeting tomorrow, but the Byron's in town because he's preaching. So we're going to have a lunch tomorrow, kind of get together and uh, discuss some things. So be praying for that meeting, if you would, please. And, of course, our country and our, our president, leaders in Virginia, our uh, governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general. Uh, we've all folks that know the Lord and trying to do what's right. So be praying for them. And um, be praying for the people of Israel, this war and all that's going on there, the peace of Jerusalem. Uh, continue to pray for Gregory and all that's going on there and uh, the Siebert family. Ms. Terry requested prayer for that. And then you see this information about the military and law enforcement, these folks that are serving the military and uh, in um, some type of law enforcement, so we'll be praying for those folks. And then our college students, they need our prayers. Isaac and McKenna at Crown, Colton and Kaylin and Alina at JMU, and of course Naomi at Hiles. Um, be praying for them. And then look over their health needs there under the church family, if you would, please. Uh, of course, continue to pray for, for Diane and Miss Geneva at home, uh, Larry. Uh, Whitlock, if you would please. Miss Robin, and I, many of you have already talked to her probably. We're supposed to start her uh, raising treatments yesterday, and um, they had some problems with equipment, I think, and machines, and so that's put off till next Tuesday. Uh, so she begins that next Tuesday. Continue to pray for her, if you would please. And I continue to pray for Chelsea and Chris Floyd. Uh, Cindy Campbell, she has her thyroid removed on the 12th of March, so keep that in your prayer. Um, had a good conversation with Herschel through text tonight, and I uh, talked to him yesterday on the phone. He had surgery early this morning. And told me that surgery went uh, well, everything went good. And so he has an appointment um, next Tuesday, I believe that's the 13th, with his infectious disease, doc doctor, infectious disease doctor and another doctor. Um, and so wound, wound care specialist, I believe is who it is. And so uh, about the next step forward, so this was basically to get the, the bolts and screws out of his foot that's causing the infection. So now they're trying to get the infection corrected. And so that's the next step. So continue to pray for Herschel. He's, I think, supposed to be off non-weight-bearing for a month. Uh, after he's had the surgery, so be praying for that. And uh, be praying for Kylie. Uh, she started a new treatment. And may, is Chelsea, I think I saw Chelsea somewhere, right? Okay. Uh, why don't you tell us about it, Penny, uh, about answer to prayer? Is she okay? Okay. Well, and uh, the Lord's worked out all some things about the medicine. It's just been a, an answer to prayer. And so continue to pray for Kylie, if you would, please, as she starts this new treatment. Arnold's got surgery on the 6th of March. Be praying for him. Uh, Dan's having a procedure on the 7th, and uh, sorry, Arnold, we couldn't work out the same day there for y'all to be together in the hospital. Dan's really upset about that, and so be praying for these men, if you would, please, and uh, of course, um, Leah and uh, the baby, uh, Miguel, she would pray for them, and uh, continue to pray for Tiffany and Joseph, baby's home. I think everything's going pretty good, right? 
So we continue to pray for them. And uh, mom, she's having some issues with back pain, had the surgery and all that kind of stuff. Continue to pray for her. Uh, Pastor Trump, uh, this is uh, Rebecca's dad. As he recovers from amputation uh, recovery, we'll be praying for him. Uh, Daphne had mentioned uh, Julian Keith, these uh, debilitating strokes. We'll be praying for uh, them. Monica Dean, that's, um, I believe, uh, daughter-in-law, um, Dale and um, Sherry. We'll be praying for her. And then you see these folks with uh, heart issues, Angie Wilmack there, Phyllis Hernandez. I'll be praying for Ms. Fox, uh, Alice, Stephanie's mom, Michelle Clark. Gail had mentioned her. And um, I talked to Meredith a little bit today about uh, this Mackenzie uh, and Campbell and, and their baby. She's due next month, or she could go at any time. And basically what Meredith said is that there, there's a lot of unknowns, and they're really not going to know a lot until the baby's born. And so continue to just bathe that little baby in prayer, and Mackenzie in prayer, if you would, please that God would have his way, way there and just give grace. Be praying for Cash, uh, Miss Fitzgerald. I th- is she still in the hospital, Robin? That's right. That's right. She said that a couple of weeks coming home. So be, be praying for them. I think she's had several visitors coming in, or at least Dennis has, right, <laughs> this past couple of weeks. So be praying for them, if you would, please. Um, Terry had mentioned this uh, Ron LeBrun with severe asthma. Um, Molly's got a one-year checkup coming up, uh, and I forgot the date on that. I think it's, is it March? March 19th, February 19th. Yeah, that's right, February 19th. That's right. I, admit, I wrote that down. It's, I didn't put it on my list here. So, so 219, right? So 219, if you'd be praying for that, that's next week. Uh, as her one-year checkup, and be praying for that. Then uh, Clyde Moyer, um, Russ had mentioned he had a stroke. Be praying for him. A lot of family and friends here battling cancer. Continue to pray for uh, little Chloe. And uh, you heard a lot about that on Sunday, so continue to lift her, her up in prayer. And uh, pray to God to bring those funds in for that, that uh treehouse for her. I'm, I'm sure she's going to be excited about that. And then uh, Roger Wood, Eddie had mentioned, uh, Penny Birch, uh, Stephanie had mentioned. He prayed for Natalie Dodge, uh, John Charles. He'll be with us this weekend for the wedding. And so be praying for him as he's dealing with his pancreatic cancer. And this is um, be Rebecca's future father-in-law, uh, Carrie's dad. And then uh, be praying for Samuel Galladay. Stephanie had mentioned her as cancer return. Be praying for, for him. And uh, Summer Young, uh, Pat had mentioned her. And then um, Robert, Donna had mentioned Robert, I think was balance of cancer. What was his last name, Donna? Do you remember? Didn't you mention somebody, Robert, that was about, no? Okay. Well, whoever that was. Maybe that was Donna, the other Donna. <laughs> Your other brother, Donna. <laughs> Not Daryl, but Donna, yeah. Okay, so be, be praying for, for Robert. And then Rose Sanger, Amy had mentioned her, Connie Campbell. This is a lady that um, works uh, at the bus, bus barn, we call it, in transportation. Uh, a real sweet lady. I've been driving a bus for years, and so helping her out coordinating now, but she's dealing with pancreatic cancer. Pray for her. Baby Sebastian, uh, of course, Elizabeth with kidney cancer, and uh, Jim Runyon. Rick had mentioned, and Brenda Ramsey with p- pancreatic cancer as well. So be praying for those folks. A lot of folks to be praying for, and uh, I'm thankful God knows uh, everyone is by name. And so uh, he says the very hairs of our head are numbered. He knows us and uh, our intricate detail and how we're made and everything that's going on in our lives. So be praying for these folks specifically, if you would, please. And if there's something we can add to the list, we'd be more than happy to write that down now. So anybody on this side, anything we can add to the list? Okay, anybody on this side? Yes, ma'am, Kathy, and then we get you, Miss Penny. Okay, and so you got, uh, when do you have to be out? December? Okay, so the rest of this year. Okay, all right, be praying the Lord to just open up the right place for Miss Kathy and, uh, huh? Near the church. Like up in the pastor's garage or? No, I'm just kidding. 
I'm just picking at you. I'm just picking. I'm just picking at you. Um, the place to live. We'll be praying about that, Kathy. We will. And so close to the church. And you know, hey, this is a big deal. Um, moving and adjusting and all those kind of things. So be praying for Kathy. The Lord, open up a place, and He will. We'll trust Him for it. And so, Miss Penny, you had something? Yes. praying for these dear folks, this family, and, and they're new Christians, so they're yeah, right, we all know the devil can use these kind of things to um, take people away from God, and when God all along wants to comfort and strengthen, and just pray that they'll experience that, that grace of God, that only he can, he can give, you know, many of you have been there and experienced things, and you know that uh, the grace of God is real, and that you can get through it, um, and when you get to the other side and you look back, you, you, you see all those things and how God worked and moved. And so help, let's pray these folks, these uh, folks will understand that and God will help them through it and give them uh, the power to grieve and all those things. And so be praying for uh, Sebastian's family. Be praying for Miss Anna and her infusion. Praying for Tony's shoulder. He's having a lot of issues with that. Uh, Anna's having some back problems uh, from the wreck that she had. She got rear-ended. Be praying for her, if you would, please. And, of course, Kylie, we mentioned a while ago. And um, that'd be wonderful. Anybody else on this side? Miss Mary? Amen. Mm-hmm. praying for Kira Overfelt, and we were able to see Ryan and Melissa at the couples retreat. We didn't see Kira there, but we saw Ryan and Melissa, and uh, it's always a joy. We see them every year, and um, be praying for their daughter, Kira. Uh, you said this is her last year at Crown? Yes, be praying for her. I didn't realize she's getting that older, goodness gracious. And then be, be praying for Kaylin and some decisions he has to make, if you would, please. All right, anybody else? Uh, Miss Rob? Yeah. Be praying for Rebecca. Yes, ma'am, Miss Robin. This is Kira's mom, and so uh, Ryan's wife, Melissa, be praying for her. She's been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease that's affecting her spine, right? Is that what you said, spine, right? Be praying for them, if you would, please. Yes, sir. Be praying for Brother Lonnie Moore. He flies to Africa on Sunday. He's trying to start some music ministries at some universities over there. Is he flying with Tommy, right? Tom Sexton? Yes, Lonnie and Tom Sexton. Um, Be praying for them as they fly. You said to Africa? Yeah. Yeah. Praying for them. And continue to pray for the. Temple Baptist Church and Crown College and the leadership and that transition and all that's going on there, if you would, please. Um, a lot of nuts and bolts 
folks trying to work out, so just be praying for that ministry, if you would, please, as they uh, transition to, uh, to a new pastor, try to get a new pastor, and all those things, if you would be praying for that, would be great. Anybody else before we pray? Yes, ma'am, Karen. Anybody else got any unspokens? Yeah, several. Yeah, several of us have unspoken. So be praying for those. The Lord knows all about them. Aren't you glad? <laughs> Amen? All right, anybody else before we pray? All right. All right, well, if you um, are able to, we'll gather around the altar here and uh, try to pray for some of these things specifically. I'll, I'll pray out loud here in just a minute, and then pastor come preach to us the word of God. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, as we come to the throne of grace tonight, Lord, we just come humbly realizing that, Father, we're not worthy in any merit or work of our own, but, Father, we know that we can come boldly because you said we could come boldly to the throne of grace, strictly because of the blood of Jesus Christ that has cleansed us from all our sin. And, Father, I pray that you'd um, help us, Lord, to realize who we are in Christ, what we have in Christ, and the access that we have uh, to God the Father through the Lord Jesus Christ and through his precious shed blood. Father, thank you for our church and for our church family. Uh, Father, that you've gifted each and every one of us in a specific way to, to use our talents, uh, Father, in the, the work of God through the local church. And we thank you for this local church. Thank you for our pastor and his family uh, for uh, the 42 years that you've given him here. And I pray that you continue to extend to him a measure of health and strength, Lord. Uh, give him wisdom, discernment. Be Miss Robin, she has his radiation treatments, Lord, starting next Tuesday. Continue just leading God and direct them. Give them grace and strength. Help us as a church family, Father, to, to hold them up in prayer, to support them, and uh, do our best to take care of them. Father, we thank you for your faithfulness to us. Uh, and Father, help us to be faithful to you in doing what we're required to do as uh, church members, as stewards uh, of the manifold grace of God. Thank you for your blessings, Father, your, your provision. It seems like every single day we could, we could look and... Uh, and see how our lives have been blessed uh, richly, abundantly, uh, just because you're a good God. We thank you for the air that we breathe, the ability to see and to hear, um, the provisions you've uh, bestowed upon us, Lord, each and every day that we live. We thank you for it. Thank you for America, for allowing us to be a part of the family of God, uh, and to have a knowledge of thee, a knowledge of your word, a copy of your word. Uh, that we can use, Lord, as a, as a guide, guiding post for our lives, as a, a guidance for our um, spiritual walk with Thee. And, Father, we thank You so much that we uh, have the privilege to serve You. And, Father, I pray You'd help us, Lord, to realize what an opportunity and a privilege it is to serve the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Help us to use, uh, be used of Thee in this local church, Father, to reach, uh, Father, out into the community uh, and uh, to see folks saved, uh, to encourage folks, to, to help folks along the way. Uh, Father, they just need, just need a little bit of kindness, need to be shown the love of Christ, need to be shared the gospel. And uh, Father, I pray that you'd help us, Lord, to be a kind people, uh, be a Christian people. As we're out in the community and we talk to folks, we'd be pleasant and 
just, uh, Father, the Lord Jesus would radiate through us and the Holy Spirit of God would be seen uh, through our witness and our testimony and our, our demeanor and all of these things, Lord, helps be mindful of these things, Father, to be uh, what you would have us to be as the early church was. They were called Christians first at Antioch before, because of their likeness to Christ. Help us to be that way. Uh, Father, bless the ministry. Be with all that's going on downstairs and uh, the, the blast with the young people and the children. Uh, Father, I pray that you'd help us as we uh, look for a date to, to launch this um, ministry of the bus, Lord. Continue to, to help that to grow and thank the workers that we have that are involved in that now. And Father, I pray that you'd give us wisdom to expand that and to grow it. And Father, just really with the goal of, of reaching people with the gospel, reaching families with the gospel, and give us wisdom to sermon. Be this meeting tomorrow. Um, the God Bless America rally over Bethel, Lord. I pray you'd bless it and, and just be with Brother Byron, be with this uh, upcoming uh, meeting in September. <clears throat> I pray you'd just have your own way there as we plan and, and uh, arrange things and uh, organize things. Be with our rallies, be with this weekend as we have Brother Bob come. And um, Father, thank you for the privilege to go on this mission trip and for those folks that have committed to go and get involved. And Father, I pray you'd help us, Lord, to, to see things a little bit differently as a result of what we're able to um, experience and be a part of. Help us be an encouragement to um, uh, Arnold and Stephanie, Arnold and Stephanie as we're there and their family and the ministry. And as we get involved in different things there, Lord, continue to provide the funds, if you would. Uh, we ask you to do that. And uh, Father, I pray you be the preacher tonight. Father, so many folks that are battling sickness and uh, cancer and, uh, Father, mourning the loss of loved ones. Uh, just so many different things. A lot of people hurting, and we pray for your comfort, your healing. Uh, Father, for these young people that are battling, uh, Kylie, Lord, I pray you help her, Anna, and as they battle these things with their, her back and uh, the arthritis, Lord, and we praise you for meeting needs, but continue to help as they, uh, the treatments come along, Lord, with this little baby Sebastian and their family. I pray you to comfort them, little Chloe, and I uh, thank you for allowing us to be a part of the Rochester's family this weekend and try to encourage them a little bit. Thank you for how they encouraged us. Uh, Father, be with um, Christy, uh, Christy's um, family as they've... Uh, lost her uncle, I pray you'd help them and uh, just comfort them in a special way and uh, this AA that uh, was mentioned by Miss Terry, I pray you'd help him and all that's going on in his heart and life and um, Father, be with the wedding this weekend may everything glorify and honor thee uh, be with all the folks traveling in from different places, Lord, and I pray you give them safety and uh, Father, once again thank you for your provision for our lives and how you've been so good to us and um, Father, once again help us to be the good stewards that we should uh, of the things you've placed into our lives and our hands, the gifts, the talents, the treasures, uh, that we would um, be faithful with them. And uh, we'll give you all praise and glory for all that's accomplished. And uh, be with Tony. I pray you'd help him as he's having issues with his shoulder. He'll touch his body too, uh, Lord, and give him grace. Uh, give the doctors wisdom. They try to help him in uh, the surgery and all these things if he has that. And we'll give you praise and glory for it. And we thank you for your love for us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. <clears throat> Amen. Nothing like being able to pray together. And certainly, I uh, want you to be praying for Ms. Rebecca. This will be the last service for Ms. Rebecca Lashley. All right. Uh, next time you see her, she'll be. Uh, what will be your last name? <laughs> I'm just checking her out, amen. So, 
Oh, amen. You know, it's amazing. In our, in our modern day, I've noticed a lot of women do not take their husband's name. We had a couple, several years ago, came to church, and I went by to visit them, and that was one of the first things they asked me. Well, what do you think uh, about you know, me not taking his last name? And I said, well, I mean, uh, I said, I know a lot of places, you know, do that, but I think it's pretty customary in America to do it, you know. And uh, how can you be uh, uh, two become one if you don't, uh, associate and join yourself with him. And needless to say, they never came back. Amen. <laughs> so, anyway, she asked for my two cents worth. I gave it to her. Amen. Uh, Psalm 130 tonight, Psalm 130. And uh, boy, I tell you what, it, it, is, it was a blessing to be able to go and uh, visit with Brother Lonnie Moore and uh, just see the church that uh, Brother Verdi uh, planted there in the hills of uh, Kentucky many, many years ago. Brother Lonnie said the week before they went to the uh, holler there, and it's a holler, it's right at the, the church in the beginning was at the head of the holler, amen. And uh, he said there were five murders there in, in that particular place. And, uh, you know, you know, the devil always has his crowd around. Brother Lonnie said every time we would start to do something at the church. There was two men in that particular location. He said they, they, were, they were alcoholics and uh, drunks. And he said every time they'd start, they'd start something, they'd start trouble just about a day or two before. But he said, you know what? God always gave the victory. God always gave the victory. Amen. Psalm 130 tonight, if you will. Notice verse 1. Out of the depths have I cried unto thee, O Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplications. If thou, Lord, shouldst mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. I wait for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. And I say more than they that watch for the morning. Let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is mercy. And with him is plenteous redemption. And he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquities. What a, a great psalm. Uh, I, I looked and uh, I, if you know who wrote it, I'd sure like to know. Because I, I looked and looked and I couldn't find out who wrote it. But it doesn't matter who wrote it. It's in the Bible, and I can tell you one thing. It's as inspired as John 3.16. Amen. Amen. But I want you to look, if you will, in verse 5, what, what the psalmist said. He said, I waited for the Lord. My soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. Look in verse 6. He said, but my soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. But I say more than they that watch for the morning. Well, I tell you what, there's one thing that you and I need, and verse 5 tells us, and that is we need a resting place, a place where we can find strength, where we can find comfort, where we can find uh, uh, answers to the problems of life. And I want you to know that when you determine that you're going to walk with the Lord Jesus, 
and you're going to do what he wants, and you're going to follow the Lord, I want you to know something, trouble's on its way. You think that the devil's going to give an inch uh, of the territory that he has taken without a battle, you're sadly mistaken. But yet I love what uh, Brother Lane said, that you know what, the devil is powerful. But yet I want you to know something, Jesus is a whole lot more powerful than he is. Uh, He defeated Jesus with the words that he spoke. Now what did he speak? He spoke the word of God according to Matthew and Luke when he was tempted. But yet you know something, when trouble shows up, I love what Jesus said in, in John 16, 33. He said, these things have I spoken unto you that ye might have peace in the world. And ye shall, uh, but in the world ye shall have tribulation. But be ye of good cheer, I have overcome the world. You know what? When you get to the place that, that you just really are, are burdened, you really don't understand uh, maybe what's going on, you just can't uh, see the end, you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. What do you really need? You need a place of rest. Elijah found that in a cave. He found it, he didn't find it in the midst of a, of a mighty wind or a mighty fire, but he did find it in the wee small voice that spoke to him. You see, Joseph didn't find peace in prison. He didn't find peace in the pit, but he found peace in the palace. You want to know why? Because God put him there. And so tonight, as you and I think about it, all of us need a place that we can run to. Now, where where can we run? Who should we run to? Well, I, I like what Jesus said over in Matthew chapter 11. And what he said there in chapter 11, verse 28, he said this, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You see, too often we want rest, but we're looking in the wrong place for rest. We're, we're, we're looking in the wrong places for, for peace of mind. We, you know, our world thinks that the more stuff you have, the more peace you'll have. And boy, there's nothing any further wrong than that. A lot of people think, well, if I can just live like I want, and my mom and daddy will leave me alone, and the church will leave me alone, and, and God won't speak to me, you know what? I'll just be happy. And you know where you'll find yourself? You'll find yourself in a pig pen somewhere. And there will come the day that if you, if you have any inkling of God at all, you'll look up and say, hey, the servants in my daddy's house have got it better than I got. I think I'll go on home. And you know what he found? You know what that prodigal son found when he got home? He found out that what he went to the far country seeking and spending a fortune on, what he thought he could find there was exactly where he left. You know what the problem was? The problem wasn't the dad... The problem wasn't the the greedy brother. The problem was the the rebellious and rebel heart that the young man had. And Jesus said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. And he said, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. Now there's, there's the key. Learn of me. You see, rest comes by knowing the right person. Financial security comes by by having the right means. But yet, I want you to know something. When you're looking for peace and you're looking for rest and you're looking for mercy, there's only one place to find it, and that's at the feet of the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, I say, he said unto them, 
He said, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Oh, you see tonight, when you find that resting place, you'll find the resting place isn't it in pleasure, isn't in a creed, isn't in religion, but the resting place and the one that can give you rest and give you peace and give you grace and give you mercy is none other than the Lord Jesus himself. But notice what our text says here in verse 5. He said, I waited for the Lord. My soul doth wait. Oh, you, you see, the trouble with us is that when we really are anxious and we're, we're you know, we're fretting over things, and I know y'all don't fret. I mean, I know I'm talking to the choir, and there's nobody in that choir, but I want you to know something. Boy, I'll tell you what, you can just get all bent out of shape when things aren't going your way, can't you? And all of a sudden, you know, the old devil come up and say, well, you know, if God is really God, he wouldn't let you go through that. But you know what I've understood and I, I realize the older I get is that the more, I, uh, the more trouble comes and the more problems you have, you know why Jesus allows all that? So that you just get a little closer to him. The closer you get to Christ, the closer you get to the Word of God, and the only way I'm going to find Jesus in a crazy, mixed-up world is right here in this book. And boy, I'll tell you what, when you and I really look at the fact that, that what we need is that we need to know Jesus, we need to find Jesus, we need to come to Jesus, we need to have the rest that He can give us, and when He gives you rest, I want you to know something, you're going to find it in one place, and that's the Word of God. Amen. My resting place tonight is not in device or creed, but my resting place tonight, that harbor, that safe harbor, that city of refuge that, that we seek is found in the Lord Jesus. I want you to look at some things tonight. First of all, I want you to notice a personal experience explained. Look in verse 1 and 2 what he said here. He said, out of the depths have I cried unto thee. Now the, the depths here in verse 1 is talking about the, the depths of some great distress. Maybe uh, to me it kind of sounds like the, the psalmist is just a little bit depressed here about, about the situation that he finds himself in life. And so we see here that, that the psalmist is depressed and he's, he's distressed about things and he, uh, he's almost ready to throw his hands up and say, I don't understand, Lord. I've been faithful to you. I'm the only one serving you like old Elijah did. And God reminded him just a little bit later, Elijah, I got 7,000 haven't bowed the knee to Baal. You're not by yourself, son. You see, when we get and we allow the flesh, we allow circumstances, we allow people to, to really defeat us, yet we need a place of rest. But notice, if you will, here, that here we see that, that he is, he's depressed, but yet we see this here desperate condition that he's in. The desperate condition that he's in is that, that the depths, he's in some kind of great problem and trouble uh, because of the stress of the situation and he doesn't really know what to do. And because of that, you know what? He failed to realize one thing. The devil's got your number. You ever felt that way? 
The devil's just after you. And you know what the devil will do? The devil will get you to chase in him, and you know what he'll do? He'll run a little bit ahead of you, jump in the bushes, change clothes, and jump out and say, hey, I'll help you find that rascal. I want you to know something tonight. You and I need to realize that, that, hey, what we're fighting for here, this is not just temporary stuff. This is eternal stuff. This is a matter of, my dear friends, life and death. Oh, you say, Brother Raider, I'm saved. I'm not worried about dying. Me neither. But I want you to know something. The devil's going to do all that he can to defeat you. And, and may I just say this? Sometimes the devil doesn't have to really use, a, a, you know, great enemies to defeat us. Sometimes he can use our own bodies. Hmm? Sometimes maybe physical weakness. Oh, Brother Ritter, I'm as strong as a horse. Well, you might look like one, but I don't think you're as strong as a horse. Sometimes we allow just uh, our own inabilities and our own, own inadequacies of life to do what? To defeat us. Well, I can't do that. And that's a good place to be. Why? Because when I can't do it, God said, let me show you how I can do it. Oh, you see, there's a desperate, there's a desperate condition here. This man is on the just the utter brinks. It's kind of like a, a boxer that's on the ropes, and the other guy's just pounding on him, and and, and the and the, the, the man in his corner is just about ready to throw the towel in and say, That's enough. And then the referee steps in and says, you got to back off a little bit, son. Back off from him. Give him, a, give him a moment. You say they do that in boxing? Well, they can cheat that way if they want. But yet the Lord comes into, in your corner and he said, listen, just breathe. Just keep going at it. Keep doing what you're supposed to do. And I'll take care of the enemy. I want you to know something. You may be in a desperate condition, but I want you to know, you say, well, Brother Raider, if there's a desperate condition, then what do you need? Look in verse 2. Lord, hear my voice. When a des- you have a desperate condition, what you need is a desperate cry. Now, I love this. This is the, this is the voice of a child. Daddy, hear my voice. Let thine ears be attentive to the voice of my supplication. Lord, I'm praying as earnestly as I can. I'm begging you to do something. Lord, hear me. And you know what you got when you you begin to pray earnestly? The Father from heaven says, son, I hear you. Just give me a second. You say, well, wait a minute, Brother Ritter. I've been going through this for a long time. But in whose eyes are you going through? It may be a year, two years. Hey, Joseph was in, in, in prison and, 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 you know, sold by his brothers. It's almost 13 years before he ever fulfilled and reached the place God wanted him to be. David, what, he ran from Saul for what, 15, 16 years, something like that. And he didn't do anything to deserve that. And if old Saul could have caught him, he'd have killed him. But what was David's attitude? Lord, I'm not going to lay my hand on your anointed. If something happens to him, you're going to have to do it. Not me. 
Oh, I, I want you to see tonight that the desperate cry here is a desperate cry of a child that, that realizes that, hey, the problem's too great for me. I can't fix it. The problem's too much for me. I can't handle it. Lord, if, it, if I'm going to come out on the other side victorious, I'm going to have to have your hand and your help. You see, the psalmist experiences depression and a condition, but then he gives a cry. I thought about that today. America's in a terrible shape. I'll tell you what, I'm kind of like Brother Lonnie Moore. There, there's right down in the, in the little area Brother Lonnie Moore lives, where he's at. I mean, and there, there are not very many big churches there, you know, but there, there are a lot of little. Most of the churches there have older pastors. And we were talking, and, and he said, you know, you, you just can't get young guys interested in, in these kind of churches. And I thought to myself, you may not be able to get them interested, but you can cry. You can ask God. And you can ask God to do a, a mighty work and a mighty miracle here. You see, we're getting to the place in our lives that we're willing to accept just the familiar stuff and we're not willing to step out by faith and beg God to do something that can't be explained any other way than it was like Everty Moore did. Went up in a holler where it was nothing but a bunch of hoodlums and a bunch of uh, uh, people that were, my dear friends, drunks and drug addicts and and, and God planted him there and his family suffered and he, he begged God and God gave him a great victory there. I want you to know something, my dear friends. You know what we need tonight? We need to learn to cry again. Cry unto the Lord. You see, here's this personal experience. Most people like to hear good stories about I like I love to listen to stories like that about by preachers who have done something for God. I'll tell you what, it's another thing when you put the shoe on the other foot and you've got to walk through it. But may I say to you tonight, I don't care uh, what kind of work you do for God, it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost you. It may cost you physically. It may cost you uh, maybe, you know, what you think you ought to have in life. I'm just saying to you tonight that when, when it comes to finding a place of rest, there's always got to be that place of trial. Well, look, notice not only the personal experience, let's notice the confident declaration, if you will. Look what he said in verse 3. He says in verse 3, if, if thou, Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, who shall stand? But there is forgiveness with thee that thou mayest be feared. Notice here the sad fact in this here confident declaration. Lord, you hear my voice because I can tell you, Lord, if I'm here because of sin, because of my own sin, there's no way that I'll ever overcome it or outrun it, or I'll outlast it. The only way I'm going to be able to come is I've got to have not only that sad fact, 
that yes, I must confess that I've sinned. But then there's that sure forgiveness in verse 4. But if you mark iniquity, he said, oh Lord, I want you to know no one will be able to stand. All of us are guilty. He said, but I want you to know, Lord, I understand that the great, the great uh, and sure forgiveness that comes when I confess my sin and I, get, I desire to get right with you, you'll do one thing, you'll restore me. You see, we want that place of rest. But that place of rest for, uh, let's just go back to the cities of refuge that were put over Israel for people that had, had uh, accidentally killed someone and, and, and they could, and you understand that there was always that kinsman person that, that could, if they could catch them, they could kill them. But if I could flee to the city of refuge and tell the, the elders of the city, this is the reason I'm here. And if, as long as he stayed in that, in that city, he was safe. Our city of refuge is Christ. Amen. And the only way we're ever, ever going to overcome sin and ever sins forgiven is through the finished work of the Lord Jesus on Calvary's cross. Oh, what, what a great truth. Here's a, a sure forgiveness. Notice what, what uh, Paul said in uh, 2 Corinthians 5, 19, to wit that God with, was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Paul says in Ephesians 1, 7, in whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his glory. I want you to know something tonight, that the great declaration that we have tonight is this. Sin can be forgiven. Amen. Confess it. Amen. Get it right. And God forgive. Well, let's notice another little fact here about this, this here, finding a resting place. Look in verse 5, if you will. Notice the, the ex, uh, exhortation that is defined. He said, I waited for the Lord, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. Oh, notice here this humble confession uh, of the psalmist here. He's, he's like a child. He comes and he said, Lord, I want you to know something. I don't deserve what you're going to give me. Uh, Lord, I do deserve the punishment and all that. But Lord, if you could just give me grace and, and all that. Where did the psalmist find his hope and find uh, this here confession and the ability? He found it in the word of God. I want you to know tonight that you and I if we're really going to do what's right and we're going to be in that resting place, fellowship must not be broken. You see, when I sin, it doesn't break my relationship with God, but it does break my fellowship. Now, that's for everybody concerned, everybody that names the name of Jesus. That's the reason we need to not try to, you know... Uh, well, Brother Raider, I'm going to get that right one of these days. You don't know uh, that today may be your last day. A lot of people are, are, are saying that. You see, but we need to look what it says in verse 5, what he said. He said, my soul doth wait, and in his word do I hope. 
Oh, you see, here's the expectation that the psalmist said. He said in verse 6, My soul waiteth for the Lord more than they that watch for the morning. Now, how many of you are night owls around here? Just raise your hand. You, you, you know, you stay up one to two o'clock in the morning. Yeah, man, I mean, uh, anybody like that here? Anybody? Oh, yeah, my wife, amen. <laughs> hey, I'm like, let's roll off. I usually try to go down when the sun goes down because I know when it comes up, I'm coming up with it. But you know what? You ever just not been able to sleep? Whatever reason, maybe it's pain. Boy, it's a long <clears throat> night, isn't it? Maybe you've got a burden on your heart. And you're like the psalmist David, your pillow's wet from tears. About three o'clock in the morning, four, you begin to think, it won't be long, the sun will be coming up. And you say, praise God, I can't wait till that time. You see, here's the splendid expectation. The psalmist said, if I'll get right, the Lord will come. And the Lord will do what? The Lord will give me hope, confidence, strength. And I'll find it in his word. And he said, my soul waiteth for the Lord. When those times come, sleep is far from us. You just troubles on every hand. Do one thing. Wait upon the Lord. That's easier said than done. It's good preaching, hard living. But I want you to notice something. Notice one last thing and I'll be done here in just a second. Look if you will in verse 7 and 8, the delightful hope. Notice what the psalmist said. Let Israel hope in the Lord. You're not going to outrun trouble. It's going to come. You're either, you're either in a trial or you're getting ready to go into a trial or you're just, you know, you're, or you're coming out of a trial. One of those three spots. He said, but let Israel hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there's mercy and with him is plenteous redemption. In other words, the idea is that the Lord gives us hope. And the reason he gives us hope is because he's a merciful God. But yet there's always plenteous or an abundance of redemption. You see, there's hope in the Lord. Verse 7 tells us that. Verse 8 tells us, and he shall redeem Israel from all his iniquity. When the trouble comes, there's always help in the Lord. The delightful hope. My hope is built upon nothing less than Christ and his righteousness. Tonight I want to encourage you. There's always a dark spot. And it's always the darkest. And it's always the coldest and it's always the loneliest just before the sun comes up. But 
that little light of sunshine, it'll give you courage, won't it? It'll give you hope. There's a better day ahead. Find your resting place. Your resting place is Christ. The place you find how to rest is in his word. The expectancy of rest comes when you just simply get things right with God. And then the Lord will help us. Father, bless our time together tonight. Pray that the Holy Spirit of God might help us to, Lord, realize it. Because trouble comes and you seem to be maybe a million miles away. You're still on the throne. And you're always listening for us when we do one thing. We cry and ask for help. And you always deliver us in your good time. We love you tonight. Thank you for what you're going to do. Bless our folks as they go home. And Lord, uh, Brother Lane and Ms. Rebecca and the families that prepare for this wedding. Pray that you might, Lord, just... Lord, work everything out for your glory. And we'll give you the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you tonight. Amen. Amen.